This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, it's Cecilia. Fifth Emission is taking a break this week to eat some great food and to get some rest. Hopefully, you're doing that too. We'll be back with fresh episodes on Monday. Today, we're sharing one of our recent favorites from September. It's about roller skaters in Oakland and how the sport is tied to a deep history with the city's Black community. Enjoy. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. The pandemic was a perfect time to pick up a new hobby. For many people, it was roller skating. I mean, I even considered it for a hot second. After all, it seemed like that's what all the cool kids were doing. You know those cool retro roller skating videos? You know what I'm talking about. Disco lights, short shorts, people dancing and gliding to music on four wheels. I didn't end up trying. I'm not that coordinated. The sport's popularity surge during the pandemic overshadowed some of its history, a history that's deeply personal for one community in particular. We as African-American and then as women, we don't get a whole lot of the recognition because, you know, this this longstanding history with this country is it's racism. And, you know, but it won't stop me from doing what I'm doing. It's not going to stop me from shining. That's Oakland resident and avid roller skater Kayana Kemp. The history she's referring to dates back to the 50s and 60s, when black skaters often weren't allowed in rinks because of segregation. When they were permitted, the rinks would dub those nights Soul Night or Martin Luther King Night. Fast forward to today, skating is still popular in the Black community. One group of skaters in Oakland is trying to build a free public roller skating rink to keep the sport and the community that loves it rolling. Today, a story from Karen Creighton, a former Fifth Admission producer. She takes us into the world and history of Black skating in Oakland and how the fight for designated skating areas continues. Kiana Kemp wakes up at 7 a.m. a few times a week to roller skate at West Oakland's Defremery Park. In the center of this nine-and-a-half-acre lot sits a historic, light-blue Victorian mansion built in the 1860s that's now used as a recreation center. Kemp skates on the basketball court, which provides a smooth, even surface. She took up roller skating in 2014 as a way to deal with the death of her parents a few years earlier. Therapy is one thing, but these eight wheels... It's a whole nother something else because it builds confidence and it helps you to be present in the moment. Where else are you going to be on skates? But in the moment, I can't imagine my life without it. It's church for me. That church used to be a quiet place for Kemp. The pandemic changed that. It started in April. Dozens of skaters of all ages gather every Thursday evening to skate and dance on the smooth surface of Defremery Park's basketball court. Kemp and other volunteers were able to bring the gathering to life through the support of the park's director. The group is called Panther Skate, and its members hope to build a permanent, dedicated space for roller skaters in the park. The community around West Oakland is sometimes underserved as far as, like, sports that are non-traditional. A lot of people didn't think that that was something that they could have access to because a lot of people don't have cars or 5 or $10 to borrow somebody's floor for a skate sesh. 
Donna Millich has been skating for about 30 years. If you're in the roller skating scene, you're aware of the struggle we've had getting a permanent space. We want a level surface and not just any surface. If it's outdoor concrete and not just any concrete, it needs to be poured a certain way for the way we roll. So what does it look like to reimagine the space? Think about your community and how can you best serve the people in that community. Millich is not a member of Panther Skate, but she supports their project. She hopes Defremery Park will be one location among many dedicated to skating in Oakland. So if we had something here in Oakland, it would really put us on the map. A smooth surface isn't the only thing that's important. Organizers also want public restrooms, skates available to borrow free of charge, and even a space for food trucks. Equitable access is the spirit of Panther Skate. The group chose its name as a nod to the Black Panther Party's impact in West Oakland. In the 1960s, the Black Panther Party used Defremery Park to host rallies and social service programs. It's historical things that has led us to the point that where we are, we want to just pay some reverence and some homage because we wouldn't be there like that if it wasn't for the ones that came before us. Hey, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep feeding people here. We're going to make sure that this is a safe place for people to come. And, you know, it's really been that. Kemp has been going to this park since she was a child. But she didn't learn to skate until adulthood. I was like, you know what? I'm grown and I got the money to do what I want to do. I'm going to learn how to skate. I prefer the outdoors. I like the smell of the air. I like to watch the nature. I like the birds flying over my head. And it's just, it's open, you know? Kemp's passion for skating has helped her build a strong community with other roller skaters. The sport gained popularity during the pandemic. But sanctioned spaces for the community to gather have remained tenuous. Skaters often find themselves fighting for shared space on basketball courts, in parking lots, and even, for a while, on the steps of Oakland City Hall. And they can face issues like policing and noise complaints. Okay, we're getting ready to start our skating session. Youngster! Everywhere you look now, people are trying to skate. Jerry Blackman hosts a weekly beginner skate class at FM Smith Park, where the group shares space with children and basketball players. It's important because... Right now, we're on borrowed space. We're borrowing spaces wherever we can find it. Just like you got tennis courts, you got skateboard places, you have basketball courts, but no roller skating places. So it brings together community, but I I like a challenge. So to roll on wheels is a challenge. And to especially do routines and moves and stuff like that. So you can never stop learning on skates. It takes skill and finesse and rhythm and balance. Roller skating rinks have been closing in the Bay Area. There are only a few left. Last month, Golden Skate in San Ramon announced that it would soon close. And last year, a new indoor rink in Emeryville closed only a few months after opening. Skater Donna Millich says the lack of space has stifled the community's growth. Right now, we're sort of in a funny space because we don't have a hub. The pandemic brought pretty much all the indoor skaters outside, some of them temporarily. Some of them have since embraced outdoor skating. So lack of space, what does it feel like to be disjointed, you know, to be a community that doesn't have consistency? We'll be right back. 
You can support Fifth Emission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Panther Skate Group started organizing for a dedicated space last October. Kemp, the early morning skater, met Defremery Park's rec center director, Greg McLean, and discussed the possibility of building a rink. McLean opened up the recreation center to Kemp and other skaters to host planning meetings, which eventually grew into the weekly Thursday night skate, now an official program hosted through the park. The roller skating history and tradition of roller skating, certainly, you know, it has been a vital part of the Black community for decades. I grew up roller skating, and so I know the importance that this activity, roller skating, plays in the African-American community. And so I think it would be great to bring that activity to this park. The park director supports the rink project, but he says the skaters will need buy-in from key decision-makers around the city and that they'll face some big hurdles. They may be able to get some city funding, but right now the biggest challenge will be to raise the money that they need in order to get this built. The group has met with contractors to determine the cost of building a rink, and they've started a GoFundMe with the initial goal of raising $5,000. So far, they've raised just over $1,500. They estimate the total cost for the project at between $55,000 and $100,000. McLean says in order to make Pantherscape Plaza a reality, the group will need to get a permit and take the project before city planners and city council for approval. He says the project could take anywhere from two to five years to complete. Millich says the resurgence of roller skating during the pandemic has overshadowed the sport's Black origins. If you do a search, a Google search or a YouTube search for roller skating, the algorithm is going to come up where it's going to be some non-Black person, cute roller skating in short shorts, or it's going to be inline skating. If you're not in the scene, you may come away from that thinking that that is roller skating. But in actuality, people have been roller skating since disco, it never stopped. And people that are in the roller skating scene are primarily African American. And everyone's welcome, but it's been really, really embraced, not just here, but all over the country. Black roller skaters make up a large portion of the Panther Skate group. They say the lack of space has long been a challenge. During the 50s and 60s, black roller skaters were either entirely banned from segregated rinks or only allotted a single night for skating. That was really crazy. It took a minute. People were skating, yes, but they had designated nights when they can skate. There was designated music that can be played. Roller dance teacher Richard Humphrey has watched the sport change over the 50 years he's been skating. He says the struggle of skaters to claim public space is tied to racism. It's crazy. When you have a whole bunch of Black people that congregate together, people all of a sudden think something is going to happen. I totally believe that because of the history 
of roller skating, period, a lot of people recognize it as a black sport. And that is, I believe, one of the main reasons why doors haven't opened up the same way. Humphrey says that to this day, primarily black skating events held at indoor rinks are often confronted with additional security measures, like searches and metal detectors, as well as increased police presence. We're just fighting for our rights to do the things that other people like to do and do it freely without any type of repercussions. In the 1940s, millions of African Americans fled the segregated South in the Second Great Migration, and many were drawn to the portside neighborhood of West Oakland. It became a hub for those working at railroads and shipyards. As recently as the 1990s, the neighborhood was predominantly Black. But the Black population has declined to 39% in 2011 and just 31% in 2019, according to the American Community Survey. McLean, the park director, says a skating rink at Defremery Park could bring the changing neighborhood closer. I don't like the term gentrification, but it is becoming more gentrified. We have a lot of people moving into this community that don't quite have the ties to it that the folks who they are displacing had. And so it's changing, but the roller skating rink brings an activity that appeals to the recent arrivals. And so I want those folks to feel as welcomed here in this park as the folks that have been living in this community for years and decades feel. A facility that brings those two groups together, both the recent arrivals and then the folks that have been here for for years and decades, that's what I want to do. For skaters Donna Millich and Kiana Kemp, the motivation is not just about politics or demographics. It's about shared joy. I don't know no other activity that will bring together so many ages, religions, identities, all at this one place doing this one thing. And it is like ceaseless joy. Everybody is happy. On a recent Thursday night at Defremery Park, dozens of skaters twist and turn, looping around the edge of the basketball court as beginner skaters and roller dancers gather in the center to practice their footwork. Parents and children wearing helmets and elbow and knee pads scoot ahead carefully as they're lapped by confident skaters who perform effortless triple turns around them. Panther Skate Plaza isn't the only goal in mind for many skaters. Millich and others have been in talks with Oakland Parks and Recreation officials to create more shared space for skating at Lincoln Square Park in Chinatown. The hope is that skate culture in Oakland and across the Bay Area can grow to serve everyone. That's one of the really common popular ways that we get joy. And happiness basically is not just meeting the essentials. There's a strong component, joy. Black joy is basically what we're all about. It's not about just getting by, it's also enjoying life. Former Fifth Emission producer Karen Creighton reported, wrote, and edited this episode with help from King Kaufman, Sarah Feldberg, and me. Scoring was done by Chronicle audio engineer Gary Baca. Be sure to check out this story's accompanying video piece, which was also edited and produced by Karen. It's at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. There you'll also find portraits of the skaters you heard from in this episode, shot by photographer Yolanda M. James. Thanks for listening. 